Does it sound familiar? Do you think that they've been planning this for more than a couple days? What's next? Our great civilization has come upon a moment of reckoning. They already took your free speech. They already muzzled you. The wealthy got super wealthy. This is not about freedom or personal choice. And the average everyday American got used as a pawn in their sick little game. I'm telling you right now, you're a slave. You want to know what the biggest problem is in our country? You're an inconvenience to all of these people. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this Wednesday evening edition of Conservative Daily Podcast. We are back. I am your host, Apollo, and I'm joined with DJ Freo. Oh, can you not speak? What's going on, buddy? I can't hear your sultry voice, Jake Freo. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting eagerly. We're almost going to hear Jake. I've got your audio so far up, dude. All right. Well, as Jake's figuring out how to how to speak. Um, All right. My apologies. There you go. How's my sound? I, I'm, I'm broadcasting from an undisclosed location. It's oh, actually yeah. a, an oh. alleyway with a bookshelf. In it. Uh-huh. Um, and uh by the way, I'm I uh I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry for Jake's behavior already, but uh to whoever it was who's <laughs> the Vez one LOL feels like we are in hell, I do apologize. Uh that that kind of made me laugh. So we are sorry. Uh but welcome, welcome everyone. Uh so we are seeing Continued throughout this entire year, as we have for quite a while now, the planned destruction, the planned collapse of America, uh, the planned destruction of the health of American people with these COVID uh, gene weapons, the financial collapse, everything, and uh, Americans are seen are seen through it, and people are starting to fight back a little bit. We've seen uh, the Texas governor throwing a couple shots at D.C., uh, which was fantastic, and we are seeing the shills everywhere, like Fauci and these idiots continue their same little narrative. We'll show you a little bit of that and how ridiculous uh, that they are. But before we do, we would like to remind you all that we are partnered with Liberty Cigars. Uh, John Adams, the owner of Liberty Cigars, is an absolute patriot. Uh, he's a phenomenal man with a phenomenal product. So they have uh, released the Early Republic series, uh, assembling the first six presidents. Each cigar mirrors a personality of one of those individuals, including George Washington, John Adams, Thomas Jefferson, James Madison, James Monroe, and John Quincy Adams. So conservative daily listeners will get a 17.76% discount, the best discount ever, in my opinion. If you go to LibertyCigars.com and use promo code Liberty, and we've had some of these, some of these cigars, uh, and they smoke really well. The packaging is beautiful. Joe's had a – do we have that in here? I don't think we have it in here. No, uh, I do. I do. Hold on. Give me a second. Okay. Jake's going to go away. Uh, man, can you imagine that? He bails. He's just like Mitch McConnell. He just bails in the middle of the show. Here, I'm going to – I'm gonna. he's in timeout now. And now he's packaging. not. This is, it yeah, is beautiful. This is the Founders series. Uh, believe it or not, we actually have 
these boxes strategically placed all over the country, Greg. Uh, <laughs> this is a fabulous series. There's 13 in the set, one of each president, first uh, founding fathers. Uh, incredible product. We're actually running out of space. Uh, people won't stop sending them to us. It's a, it's a, it's so, a good problem to have. Good problem to have. But, but we can, we'll, we're going to jump in. We're going to jump in real quick. So, uh, Jake, I know, I know you have a lot of stuff you want to talk about, so I'll let you kick it off and then we'll get into some of the, some of the funny videos about Fauci being an idiot. And, uh, especially in the wake of the revelations about the origin of COVID, the theory that is looking more and more credible by the day, uh, after Brian Artis revealed it. And I really am anxious to understand exactly how it all might work and how it might fit together. The implications are beyond staggering. Um, but now we have, uh, we've seen him come out and say that they're going to extend the travel mandate again. Uh, so we're going to show you some of that. But go ahead, Jake. Yeah, you can't. I like to say you can't have the Great Reset without the Great Collapse. And I think from their standpoint, they were expecting a much smoother transition to that Great Reset. So my concern looking at the way things are unfolding, you know, you have big noise, little noise. And the big noise is what is meant to distract you know attract and distract in the mainstream and then the little noise sneaks in the back door whether it's you know the push for the digital currency whether it's you know the 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 fact that the consumer price index is the highest it's ever been which is terrifying and whether i mean even to the point that we'll get into later that uh, photos coming out of washington dc now have a fence going up around the federal reserve now why why would they be building a fence around the federal reserve it's a great question jake do you have a theory right <laughs> you know it's funny I, I said this to someone earlier today and they're like why would they put up a fence? Why would they put up a fence? There's nothing in there. And I'm like, that's the point. I, like, you know I know. What, what are they? <laughs> what are they? Are they? Are they protecting the Federal Reserve from something? Or like, are there? Are there like, maybe Jeffrey Epstein is like being held there? I, I don't know. Maybe I they know. can't let him escape before he testifies. I don't. I really don't know. It, I'm, I'm know kind of curious about it. So I'm sure they have plenty of space to keep him and his cronies on there. But no, it's really it's really concerning. You know, you, you look at what's happening with food prices. You look at it's what's happening with gas. The Fed is, is, is coming up with a push to raise rates every meeting for the next seven meetings for the rest of the year. And then you see a fence going with razor wire, barbed wire, razor wire, and an eight-foot-tall fence going around the Federal Reserve is kind of strange because you know the argument in 2020 was what well, we need or 2021 january 2021 was we need to put a fence up around the capital because you know insurrectionists uh, but when the uh, predominant banking uh, authority in the country starts throwing up fences it, it starts raising some red flags so again i'll go back to the idea of big noise versus small noise and big noise is is you know the confirmation of uh, the first black uh supreme court justice and then the small noise is the stuff that actually really matters that that is really slipping through the cracks at this point so i think i i think we're heading to a really rough patch of time and as i said the great reset cannot happen without the great collapse but as more and more americans are waking up thanks to people like us and, and people that are covering the reality of the situation i think I think you are going to start seeing more and more drastic measures coming about to make make that great reset uh, reality. 
and and it's a it's a push and pull that we're looking at heading into the remainder of this year. Not to mention even that it's it's a it's a, a midterm election year. So you know, I, I I like to look back at what what was done, what was necessary for 2020. Right? You know, that was what was necessary for taking over the election in 2020. Now, what what we'll probably see to maintain that takeover is probably going to be more absurd and more extreme to the extent of the American people. And, and I'll give people this uh, comparison for consideration, right? They gave us $3,200 of our own money. They printed $3,200 and gave it to us. Not not counting the trillions of dollars they, they printed and gave to their friends at, at hedge funds and, and private equity firms. So for a grand total of $3,200, the American people said, oh yeah, that's great, cool, you can take all my freedoms. There's the price for my freedoms, it's $3,200. And now the statistics coming out now for this year is that the average cost of living for a family of four is going to go up by $5,500 because of inflation. So cool, you signed up for a high interest credit card, you can't pay it off, and that's it. That's the reality we're heading into. I agree, and well, that's that's the reality that that they're they have created it around us. They have you know built the gingerbread house around the American people, and they've been building it for a very long time. Um, but I, I I truly don't. It's going to get messy. I don't think they're going to succeed though, uh, because so many people have, although you can say not fully awake, maybe or, or people are still waking up in in large part, but there's uh, there's such a greater mass of of americans who have had their eyes opened that now they're the people who are instituting this and these politicians who continue to sell us out and these public figures who continue to push this narrative they're taking more heat than they ever have in history ever 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 oh, ever there's a saying that you know it's, it's hard to be a liar because you have to start keeping track of your lies and that's what and they're not good at that more. When, when no, <laughs> you know, look, we're we're living in a reality that uh, COVID deniers or election deniers and COVID questioners are domestic terrorists. But first thing this morning, they come out. NYPD comes out. You know, under you know they've they've gotten rid of everyone in the NYPD that didn't comply with the vaccination requirements, and now we have Hochul and actually her vice. Uh, her lieutenant governor just got arrested today on fraud and, and bribery uh, charges, which is interesting because in, on a state level comparison, that individual is as significant as the vice president uh, to the president on a federal level. So, again, big noise versus small noise. We're not, you know, nothing's being said about the fact that the lieutenant governor of the state of New York was just indicted and arrested on fraud, uh, fraud and, and bribery charges. And... Then that you know the same rhetoric that is, is is being fed down to the law enforcement agencies after Albany flushed out all the non-compliers is that uh, we can't call this guy a domestic terrorist. We don't we don't believe any terrorism is involved, and I think you guys talked about this on the morning show. But the the DOJ's own definition of terrorism is is an individual or group that advances. Their or their goal, right? Their their ideology uh, under the uh, under the guise of racism, religion, political agenda, via violence or, or or criminal behavior, and so 
to say that this guy who is a, an outspoken radical leftist supporter of, of BLM and black nationalism it, it is, is undeniable that this guy is a terrorist. And yet on a state level, you're coming out and going on this tirade of, of saying that it's something that's not at all terrorist related. So they're in damage control mode. You know, this is a monster they've built and they keep they keep playing whack-a-mole to try to try to keep up with that narrative, try to maintain it. Yeah. And I mean, we're seeing now everyone really start to understand and and we're, we're so close to the point where everyone's just done with it. And I, I really think people are going to stop stop complying in masses uh, very, very soon because they've seen now over the last I mean, over the last 10 years, really. But now the last couple of years repeatedly use the FBI again. We mentioned it today. We're going to talk about it a little bit more uh, in a minute. We have seen repeatedly. <laughs> oh, uh oh, we have, we have a special guest. <laughs> Your name is that Apollo. <laughs> oh, hey, Joe. How are you? Hey, I can't be on tonight, but it was great to see you. You guys want to get on? Are you like my bookshelf? He can't hear you. He doesn't like my bookshelf. All right, now he's going to get on. I <laughs> okay, well, uh, while he's figuring out, my sister just said she's definitely not getting on right now. We are offended. We all here at Conservative Daily are very offended. No, no one is. is uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, anyways, let's jump into some terrorism because what, what we're seeing now. That thank you, thank you. So we've all uh, just had a, a beautiful celebrity uh, appearance by by Joel Oldman and almost his family. But uh, what was that? A real, a real verified domestic terrorist. That was a, that was a live, real sighting of a domestic terrorist. Um, but you know, we're, we've seen repeatedly the intelligence agencies, the Department of Justice, targeting Americans, targeting those who showed up on January sixth. They targeted Sharona Bishop. They busted her house down. But this guy, who's been on their radar, goes free. The guy in Boulder goes free. Uh, I, I mean. It's so over the top, and then they're busy prosecuting the people in Michigan with a fake setup, claiming that you know this was some awful domestic terrorist threat to to you know kidnap and supposedly assassinate a governor or whatever they're going to do, because right. they so have the to maintain the narrative that we're the evil ones. We have to be the, the boogeyman. It's Russia's the boogeyman abroad, and we're the boogeyman here. The ringleader of that narrative on the actual like the entrapment side, the people that they entrapped was, I think autistic right and so i 12 out of 16 of the people that the feds indicted or i'm sorry 12 out of 12 out of 16 of the people that were in this plot to decapitate uh the wonderful governor of michigan uh, your home state governor, uh, were actually feds. Yes, gretchen witless so they released they they, they 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 dismissed two of them and then the other two are still up up for debate, right? Which they'll probably end up getting dismissed. And you, you know, one of them, I think I read an article that he was autistic. So you you would you entrap the mentally retarded person, okay, right? And then you go about permitting the the real radical, the guy that has been on the the, the Fed, uh, FBI watch list for ten years, and decides to just start hosing rounds in a packed subway car. But you know, defense squad comes out and says, look. We don't think this was an act of terrorism. I don't know. You shot 16 people. I think that's, that's indicative of terror, one would say, one might say, but I don't know. 
I, you know, I myself have been labeled a domestic uh, terrorist as well. So well, I think you have as well. You're, yeah, you're, oh, maybe a few times. I did, I got yeah. some actually in 2020, I got some really fun uh, mail to my house and notes left in my car when, when all the riots were going on and we were going out there. It, it was, it was a, it's, it's fascinating how, <laughs> how tolerant they are. They're so tolerant. Uh, but let's jump into some, let's jump into some stuff, Jake. All right. Uh, I mean, I know you guys covered some of the stuff in the morning, but uh, the, essentially this guy turned himself in. He turned himself in New York, called, he called the tip line. He said, yeah, I think you guys are looking for me. So C9, Mr. Producer. C9, Brooklyn shooting suspect Frank James facing terror-related charges. This is after NYPD says, we don't suspect anything is terror, uh, you know, related to this matter after calling crime stoppers on himself and then eric adams who was actually one of the targets that mr uh, mr james was very against in his manifestos says we got him no you didn't he turned himself in because the the current state of new york of which you could not pay me enough to return to or go back to is that the criminals don't even care to hide what their agenda is this guy turned himself in because that is the environment of New York. It's the environment of other leftist cities like California, San Francisco, any of these places that have you know, given carte blanche to criminals. This guy is so empowered that he comes out full face and says, hey, look, here I am. Now, we, what about we, all the we people? Played, we played videos of this guy. Did, did you see any of the stuff we played this morning? Have you seen his social media posts? He talks yeah, about Ketanji, how she will be limited in what she can do because of, you know, the system. And then he's crying because she married a white guy. He found out she married a white guy. I didn't see that part, no. Oh, that's great. No, that's, that's crazy. Great. No, so, I, I, you know, you look at a guy like that, and a court's not going to deem him mentally insane. You know, he's just so extremely convicted, and that is what this the, these policy changes or lack of policy in these liberal left blue cities is going to start bringing out in droves is the guy the unabashed guy that feels as if 12 hours less than 12 hours after blasting the end train in brooklyn can come out and say you know here i am come get me what about the guys that are you know what, what what's in the pipeline plotting and planning that's looking at this saying oh hey look i have free reign i can do whatever i want you know, we, we saw it with bail reform. We saw it. It was funny when I was in Brooklyn, all of these kids are running around talking about get the NYPD out of the subway because they give people tickets for jumping the turnstiles. And that's racist. Well, how's that going for you? You know, how you long, know again, how I'm going to say I'm going to say for, for a good 15, 20 minutes after this guy blasts off 40 rounds and uh, during rush hour traffic. Well, and again, and. I would like not to say this, but my entire life I've seen a pattern, and we've seen one the last couple of years. Uh, how how is it? Again, just just like Epstein, just like Luke Brunel, uh, just like the Las Vegas shooter. I mean, how many things? Oh, the cameras were disabled. How how is how is yeah, how many? Come on. Well, and, and let's get what, what's with, wait, well, what's with the camera? What's with the cameras? How is it that just? The camera at that station and and conveniently on either side they're disabled. I would really like to know what's going on there. Las Vegas shooter, same deal, right? 
guy sneaks in an arsenal of weapons and shoots out the 40th story of a five-star hotel. Yeah, I oh, don't sorry. know one way or the other. I'd like to find out, but how do Americans have any confidence that this wasn't a, an FBI setup from the beginning? Well, isn't it isn't it coincidental that just three days ago we were talking about ghost guns, right? That you know, ghost guns are you know, the 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 biggest threat to you know not that you know it's like you know I think you said this morning about vehicles, right? Let's ban vehicles because they're related. You know, they're tied to. Uh, you know, drunk driving, not the drunk driver, right? Because when a, when a person gets a DUI, they actually charge the vehicle, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, that's, that's the, the world we live in. That's, well, we're going to sentence the vehicle, the guy, you know, just happened to, you know, be steering it. So that's the same logic with ghost guns, the same logic with, with everything. And honestly, you know, except you look for at the vaccines, look- except for the, except for the not yeah. vaccines, because you know what? They're yeah. exempt and they've been exempt for years and they're, and they, yeah. they got, they got special exemptions for this one, right? So those those manufacturers, they're not exempt. A product or a, a weapon that has been killing and maiming Americans in massive numbers and all over the world. These pharmaceutical yeah. companies, these industries, they're not held responsible, but the gun manufacturers, you got to get them. Absolutely. Let's go um let's go to C7. This is this is uh, yeah. We played this this morning, but uh, but we'll, let's, let's play it again because it's it is relevant. Yeah, we played it this morning. Th- this one we did play, but we're gonna play part of it again. Security has a warning for the country due to a heightened threat environment across the United States. DHS believes violent extremists who are against the government and the presidential transition could continue to mobilize to transition. incite or commit violence in the weeks after the inauguration. When we're at a point where uh, the U.S. government feels that. There's a high potential of some type of criminal activity uh, related to terrorism that uh, we want people to know about that. We want people to reinforce um, that see something, say something. Mike Senna is the director of the Northern California Regional Intelligence Center and says there's a lot of concern that the riots at the Capitol on January 6th increase the chance for more violence in the future. Some people may be emboldened by what happened that day um, to do further criminal activity and including terrorism. The DHS alert. I'm going to hold that for just one second, because you know what? You hear what they say. We're afraid that because of what happened on January 6th, those radical QAnoners, which, is, which again is not even a thing, uh, we're, we're afraid this could inspire violence in the future. Just like in Whitmer's case, they said we are, we are terrified about this unprecedented event, and it could inspire, it can embolden the extremists in the future, the far-right extremists. Well, you know what? That whole event was an FBI setup, and they're out there kowtowing. January 6th was a setup, and they're here saying, we're afraid it's going to embolden people. Their poster child argument focused around 16 people, 12 of them feds, uh, two of them dismissed, and the other two, one of them being mentally disabled. Congratulations. That's, That's the wave of white supremacy that lurks behind every tree that's trying to get everyone. You know, there's a racist behind every tree, and we need to do something about it. And then you go to C6. You might you might have played this this morning, but C6 is, is just immediate off the bat. Oh, 16 people shot. The guy dumped four dozen rounds on a train, a loaded subway train. And let's not jump to the conclusion that it's terrorism. However, the Pulse nightclub. Do you want me to play it now? Yeah, uh, go for it. The 36th Street subway station on the N line. 
I want to begin by assuring the public that there are currently no known explosive devices on our subway trains, and this is not being investigated as an act of terrorism at this time. We can also report that although this was a violent incident, reportedly we have no one with life-threatening injuries as a result of this case. This investigation is only hours old, so please note this information is subject to change. Just before 8.24 this morning, as a Manhattan-bound end train waited to enter the 36th Street station, an individual on that train donned what appeared to be a gas mask. He then took a canister out of his bag and opened it. The train at that time began to fill with smoke. He then opened fire, striking multiple people on the subway and in the platform. Again, we will describe him as an individual. He is being reported as a male black, approximately five feet, five inches tall with a heavy build. He was wearing a green construction type vest and a hooded sweatshirt. The color is gray. At this time, we are working with our federal partners where we are asking for the public's help. Anyone with information, videos, or photographs, no matter how insignificant they think it may be, is encouraged to call Crime Stoppers at 800-577-TIPS. Not terrorism. Definitely not. Incredible. So if you and I decided to get on a subway in New York City and just start shooting at people, what do you think, how long do you think it would take for them to cause white, white supremacist terrorists? Uh, probably about seven seconds. Probably. But on a federal level, he, he just got he just got charged with a, a terrorism offense. And this is this is something we talked about today in, in, in the facts blast that these justice departments, they're 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 the fourth branch of government. They're, they're functioning as uh, an enforcer for a political agenda uh, agenda. There's nothing there's nothing in their purview that has to do with equality under the law. There has nothing to do with saying, hey, look, we're going after people that intend harm against other people, regardless of their political stance. They're specifically going about it saying, well, this example of extreme violence doesn't meet our narrative, so we'll let it go. But this one does, let's bag them, let's arrest them. And if we can't find them, if we can't find the ones that meet our narrative, we'll just create it. We'll just fabricate it out of thin air and do everything we can. And then as we, we're seeing now, the narrative's falling apart. So again, with this, like, this logic of whack-a-mole, as, as the narrative becomes more and more desperate, what are the things that we will find ourselves seeing as we move towards an election year? And uh, in my take, as I said earlier, that this, this election year isn't even, isn't even comparable to the election year of 2020. This is, this is, you know, seizing power is one thing, maintaining, is, maintaining it is a completely different animal, and this is the year of maintaining it. So when you steal something, when you take something over illegitimately, you might be able to slip it under the radar. But as soon as people start catching on, what you know, the, 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 this, is, this is what gave rise to instances in history like the reign of terror, the, 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 the historical precedence of situations similar, like this, similar to this. Really scary stuff. And you know what we're seeing right now, is historically in at least the last 50 years and it's been it's been ramping up is this giant tug of war match between the federal government and some of the states and police to some level who are playing tug of war with the american people for the rights and liberties that we are guaranteed the freedoms that we are guaranteed in this country by god articulated in the constitution and they've been 
tugging and tugging and tugging. And like we saw at the Bundy Ranch and other, other instances like that, people start tugging back once in a while, but there hasn't been the awareness. And they have this massive amount of force with all the funding. And the, they, they have the color of law which, where they can use violence, uh, which I'm – and by the way, we're going to put up this definition one more time. The un, what is terrorism? Here's, here's one definition. The unlawful use of violence and intimidation, especially against citizens in the pursuit of political aims, which is exactly, as I said this morning, exactly what the government does to us, what they're doing to us, what they've done to Tina Peters, intimidation and violence, right? Exactly what they're doing to political candidates. It's exactly what they did to business owners who refused to shutter their doors. It's exactly what they did on, to Americans on January 6th through that FBI op, that federal op. These, they're false flags. That's exactly what they're doing, and this is the, it is 100% terrorism. The government is a terrorist organization at this point, and we are seeing more and more now, more people are starting to pull on the rope, on the small ropes, all over the country, and the violent and over-the-top rhetoric and, and all the actions that we're seeing being taken, all the, the persecution of people in the media, all, the, all these big power grabs, the mask mandates, everything, the government now... They are at the point where they are getting so much more tug on the other end of the rope. And so now they're starting to pull a lot more violently, which is why we're seeing everything go crazy. But we're, we're so close because there's so many more of them that the illusion that they are the, are the authority, that they have the power, is slipping. It's slipping very, very fast. No, that's, and, that's, and that's my concern heading into the next few months is, is, is you, you're seeing every which angle possible they're coming at and it keeps failing so what do you do what 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 do you do when you fail you double down so what 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 does doubling down look like two months from now what does tripling down look like four months from now and that's that's my real concern so you know we're, we we see this hate to go on about this term of whack-a-mole but we see it with the 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 narrative of domestic terrorism and white supremacy and and gun you know gun false flags and all these false flag operations and then you start seeing you're hopping around to every sector of life personal safety personal security economic stability food security all of it the markets your you know people heading into retirement now their pension plans and so in the midst of all of this biden flies out to iowa yesterday yeah, yesterday he, go, he goes out to iowa and just to add to it just to add to the suffering and misery that's that's reaching across the nation now he flies out to iowa did, did you hear about this no so he flies out to iowa to provide an alternative uh, method to fix the surging fuel costs and just as everything else is that comes out of this administration is complete absurdity his solution is he flew out to Iowa, which is one of the corn producing capitals of the world, to uh, advocate for the production of ethanol fuel, right? So ethanol previously, before this initiative by the Biden administration as a build back better program, is that ethanol will help lower by, by, by advocating for ethanol production, which is primarily made from corn and grain, that it will help lower the cost burden of gasoline prices to 
to the American people. Now, here's the here's the complete lie and, and, and false reality to this is for every gallon of ethanol, it's 30 percent less efficient than every gallon of gasoline. And that gallon of ethanol is on average 10 percent cheap or 10 cents cheaper than a gallon of gasoline. So when you need 30 percent more of something that costs 10%, uh, 10 cents less than the alternative, it makes no sense. You're actually losing with it. But what it is doing, as we're talking about jumping around and destroying all these different components, right? You can't have the great well, think reset. About that. If gas is at like five dollars, what is that? Two percent. So, so you save cents. So four ninety for a gallon of ethanol, but that four ninety gallon of ethanol gets you fifteen miles per gallon, right? But the gallon of gas, it's five dollars, gets you maybe twenty three miles per gallon. So it's it's just it's it's science, right? It's 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 trust the science, follow the science. And it's this whole Green New Deal garbage. And when when we're talk when we're looking at what's coming out of Ukraine when it comes to the fertilizer and the grain shortages that Biden is arguing, we're looking at something now that they're posing this media propagated alternative that's actually less efficient than the current solution. And what is it going to do? Well, it's an absurd amount of corn, which is one of the primary food ingredients for the average American's diet, it's a, an absurd amount of corn to produce a gallon of ethanol. So Biden flies out there to provide this alternative that doesn't actually add up. It's actually more cost ineffective than the current situation rather than just saying, hey, let's open our pipelines. The corn alternative is a, is a method to further starve. We did a fax blast on this yesterday. It's a method to further starve the American people. You know, you're, you look at the CPI numbers that came out for March, they're 10% up from the, the month over, you know, and to put it, to put it in perspective, you have $100 in January, right? So now that $100, January, February, March, April, that $100 now has $60 of the purchasing power that it had in January. So essentially, every $100 bill you hold 30 days forward, 30 days moving forward is now less 10, 10%, $10. So people, when I say we get to November, it's going to be a bloodbath, and that's what they intend. You know, if they can't get the narrative that a white supremacist lurks behind every bush and is going to destroy this country at any any given second, they can't sell that narrative. There, that narrative is falling apart. Let's go to the next one. Let's go over here. Let's let's make it so that people can't even focus on their life because they're too concerned about whether or not they're going to put food on their table for their family or they're going to put car, uh, gas in their car so they can go to work and if they can't put gas in their car they can't go to work and then they can't feed their family so it's this whole psychological warfare that that's so multi-pronged and it's going for everyone it's, well, it's you going know, and another thing you talk about the ethanol you know how much land they've they've turned into making you know corn and soy and all this garbage like all, all all this land that they that they've seized and some of it is is subsidized and everything to make all this ethanol to supposedly go green if i'm not mistaken this is, this is all gmo products anyways so, i mean like they're taking away arable land from the american people and they're subsidizing this stuff so that they grow a bunch of garbage that people can't even eat and it's, oh, it's like toxic stuff, and then they spray it with all kinds of garbage. They, it's, it's a further assault on the health of the, of the American people, and it's one that's been going on for a long time. And it, it, like th this was like the, the COVID before the COVID, was the fallout and the health effects that the FDA and other, other institutions that supposedly 
are are supposed to provide for the well-being and safety of Americans and make sure that our food and you know our environment is safe they've been covering up the effects of what this is doing to our ecosystems to our children uh, to our health regarding the cancer rates everything it's yeah, like and, DDT and all just, over again just just for reference corn prices since 2020 have doubled so you know you you talk about base base level commodities right cereal uh, all, all all of the basic things that the average low class low, lower to middle class american you know relies on for uh, subsistence is 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 doubling in price and then you have fuel doubling in price you have everything surging through the roof and what they gave you three thousand dollars cool they gave you three thousand dollars and now your cost of living is is slated to be up fifty five hundred dollars on average so so it was the greatest con of the american people and now this this push for completely irrational inefficient alternative to the fuel crisis rather than just simply saying and this is this is the argument that you know instead of restoring our energy independence and saying hey look we opened up the keystone pipeline everything drops below three dollars a gallon that's not what they want and time and time again they keep selling this narrative to the american public that here is here's our olive branch we're here to help you and time and time again they just keep doubling down and screwing the people over harder and harder each time and so at what point do people actually you know it's 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 going bald one hair at a time. You don't realize it until you go, oh, I'm bald. And that's the logic that they're applying here. And I, I hope to God that the American people wake up and do something before it, before there is no out for them. They don't have an alternative to get out of this. I agree. And before we go on, uh, I do have to remind everyone that this podcast is sponsored by Air Medcare Network. So if you live in a rural area that is hard to reach by road, or if you like to hike or spend time outdoors, health insurance will not always cover the cost of an emergency medical flight, but with Air Medcare Network, you are covered. And by you, I mean not just you, but your entire household. It is as little as $85 a year. It is cheaper if you are a senior citizen. So listeners of this show can go to airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily and use the promo code daily, and you will receive up to a $50 e-gift card back when you sign up today uh, they have an option for an amazon gift card please do not use it uh, bezos is trash and amazon is at this point in bed with the chinese as we saw during covid when all of a sudden all these chinese uh, shops started popping up and they were pushing pandemic supplies and all the new accounts on there were all chinese uh, and they they are not there for your freedom so uh, one more time, go to airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily. Uh, get up to an e uh, up to fifty dollars back uh, in an e gift card, not Amazon. Uh, but so everything that you said is spot on, and what we're seeing now is once again they are just like they did with Ukraine. Biden says we've got to go to Ukraine. I don't know how how far away from outright out overtly doing it it was but basically declared war on russia or kind of stuck his his toe in the water uh when he was talking about some of the actions that they were going to take and how we had to support them he said we're going to send a bunch of money we got to fund their revolution we have to support the people of ukraine against evil russia because the laptop is fake 
and the bio labs are fake. They're not real. There are no bio labs. They're biological research facilities. But they are, at the same time, saying we need to take your guns. Biden is introducing, again, now we need to ban ghost guns, something that statistically is almost non-existent in actual firearm statistics. The, The majority of crimes are committed with illegal guns or stolen guns by people who do not have the ability to legally own a gun in the first place. And a disproportionate, a disproportionate amount of the crimes that happen regarding the firearms actually occur in gun-free zones. Because basically what you're doing is designating an area where you have know that there's a very high likelihood that your victims will not be armed. Because the law has made them toothless. So, well, it's the same logic. It was the same logic applied to New York. And I was in New York since 2013 until 2020. And you're on the subways every day. And then within probably the latter half of that time period, you just started seeing these ridiculous crimes taking place. And, you you know, you walk away from it, leaving New York with PTSD and, and you just you, you see these things where it becomes a daily occurrence. Right. You're going to college or you're going to your job in the morning. You see something indescribable to 95 percent of the rest of the country that doesn't live in the cities. And then you're coming back and you see something just as bad, but entirely different. And it just has gotten to the point where now you're seeing, you know, something on par with the Newtown shooting on the street. And so what, what, you know, what confidence does that give the people, you know, witnessing it firsthand, what confidence does that give the people that any of this is sustainable? Any of it, any of it can continue the way it's going. And that's, you know that I, I took a, a course in college. Uh, it was uh, the the evolution of terrorism, right? And terrorism, in in the historical definition, over the course of two hundred years, terrorism initially was described as a state instituted manner to maintain power, and then it evolved into being, you know that guy over there that has nothing to do with us. And then now it's come back full circle to that definition. It's come back to the, you know, if you look at Western and Eastern Europe during the late 1800s, 1900s, the the prevalence of terrorism was the extension of government bodies. And then we as Americans were convinced that this whole idea was something about guys in, you know, hijabs running around in Iraq and Afghanistan doing it because they want death to the West. But ultimately, it's it's come back full circle that these are individuals functioning at the either direct or indirect guidance of these sitting institutions. You know, whether it's radical radical elements of BLM, which was wholeheartedly adopted by the establishment, and you start looking at all these, and now you know the the whole narrative again is white supremacy this those guys over there that you maybe see one or two things and then out of those two things one of them turns out to be a false flag and then now it's become commonplace and so it's a fascinating dynamic of what everyday life now looks like for americans and how they're trying to how they're trying to force that acceptance into reality of everyday life yeah, you know, the, so the here is a real quick. So I want to I want to give everyone an example of something that just happened. You want you want to see the the hypocrisy. You want to see freedom, uh, freedom for 
I, I won't say say enemies, but uh, tyranny here for Americans, and then exceptions for those that don't need it right now, or exceptions yeah. for those who who maybe maybe we should take a look at. Let's see what Jen Psaki just said. So Governor Abbott just sent a bunch of a bunch of uh, migrants to D.C. to the capital, and here's what Psaki said about it. First bus of migrants arrived in D.C. today. Uh, Texas Governor Greg Abbott making good on his promise to send migrants to the president's doorstep. Uh, I think you previously called it a publicity stunt. Is that still the view of the White House? Can you give us any reaction to this busload of migrants arriving here in D.C.? Well, these are all migrants who have been processed by CBP and are free to travel. So. It's nice the state of Texas is helping them get to their final destination as they await in their, their outcome of their immigration proceedings. And they're all in immigration proceedings. Oh, they're all in immigration proceedings. That's turned out really well for Americans as these people have flooded over our borders and they've been completely unvetted. So we've seen massive amounts of human trafficking, drug trafficking, and criminals come over the border, some of them being uh, you know, deported multiple times and they come right back. They commit horrible, horrible crimes, rape, murder, assault theft everything under the sun and do they come in do they they care no they create chaos in in our communities for americans and then and then what's the fallout so it'd be nice if the same standard was applied to americans wouldn't you agree jake well i mean i think that's part of you know the indirect reason or actually direct reason that they you know started throwing up fences around the White House, and now we're starting to see fences as of today being built around the Federal Reserve. So I would like to make this public service uh, service announcement that uh, the Bidens like to meet their overseas uh, foreign business uh, dealings at Cafe Milano, which I think is in Georgetown. But you know, if if all of these MS thirteen guys that they're they're trucking over to DC want to, you know hang out around cafe milano maybe they maybe they can you know get their voices heard and see how much they like it you know they like it they they like it the nickel for every time i've been called that uh they like it when you know they send it to our community so now that they have to deal with it let's see let's see how long it lasts when you saw saki she was she wasn't exactly thrilled with that you could tell she was kind of biting her lip but you know what else they just announced she's gonna go be a new star now yeah, so she did such a crack-up job. So, hey, you know who else she worked with? That other dude, Fauci? Well, since, you know, now all of a sudden Governor yeah. Abbott is doing that, yeah, I guess he came out of his cave. So they just decided to build another fence, and once again it's around the freedoms of Americans. Because you know those those stupid oxygen-robbing, you know, face diapers that, everyone's, that, that everyone has submitted to wearing over the last two years, all based on a lie? Well, guess what? You're going to have to wear them again on the planes. So let's hear Fauci real quick. Let's talk about uh, the fact, first of all, that we understand that the TSA is going to extend that mask mandate for public transportation. I know it's not announced yet, but that is our reporting. Uh, So given the fact that we are still seeing the surge in Europe, uh, we're still seeing the effects here in the Northeast. Why only 15 days? Well, I think, uh, Angie, because it's a moving target and we really want to see what the pattern is here in the United States, I think making a decision for April 18th, uh, I would agree that we really do need more time. It isn't like things are static. Things are moving. We're seeing an increase. 
throughout the country. We're seeing it more so in certain cities and certain regions than others. And until we get a really good handle on it, I think it's prudent. I mean, I don't know what the official word has been about that. But if they do extend it, I would not be surprised. And I think that that would be a prudent thing to do. Philadelphia is bringing back its indoor mask mandate as of next week as well. Is this the right way to go on masks? You know, again, hey, you know what that guy is? A freaking psychopath. You know what would be prudent? Prudent would be to end this madness and probably run away to a cave because history is not going to be kind to you and all of you people who continue to support this. Prudent? That was the most ridiculous non-answer I've ever heard, number one. And what do you mean, Jake, does it make any sense that he says, I think we need more time? What do you mean we need more time? Like after after the two weeks to flatten the curve and now it's turned into two years? Two how much more yeah. time do you need? What do you mean things are moving? Well, so now they're 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 selling it as this, you know, oh, it's just two more weeks, right? You know, it they, they they've they've lost their credibility two years plus later. And now it's like, oh, it's just, you know, 14 more days. Let's, um, you know, I'll, I'll, right, right before we run out of time, I'll, I'll, I'll get into the part that really concerns me. We're heading to this, you know, trifecta of, 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 of problems. I don't know what way to, what way to label it, but they, they, they are, this is their breaking case of emergency strategy here. C11, Mr. Producer. C11. Give me a second. C11. The Federal uh, Reserve fence. Oh, a picture of the fence. Yes. Here we go. So this is my very real concern because all of the other bait and switch routines haven't been getting traction outside of the media's, you know, parroting of it. But this is a photo, allegedly, of a fence being built around the Washington, D.C. branch of the Federal Reserve. Uh, Wall Street Silver's it's a fun little, uh, fun little account to follow. Bit of a libertarian troll account, but you can pull that down. My concern is that we're heading into this trifecta, perfect storm of of distractions. Right? They can't get the bigger the bigger stories to bite. They keep falling apart. The narrative keeps falling apart. So we're looking at three things. We're looking at, or maybe even four to five things. We're looking at the highest CPI ever in history which means the cost of production of goods and services uh, on, a, on a producer level, right? For Walmart to put a, a can of soup on the shelf or for the producer to produce that soup so it goes on, on the shelf is at the highest level it's ever been. Uh, fuel is at the highest level it's ever been. Uh, truck sales, uh, commercial truck sales are crashing. Houses, house sales are crashing. So they've designed this uh, dead man switch for their narrative. If the narrative doesn't sell, if the narrative doesn't work, just rip the rug out from everyone. And so th what really concerns me from an analytical standpoint is you have the Fed saying that they're going to meet seven more times between now and the end of the year, and they're going to raise a half basis point every, every meeting. And so we're looking at the beginning of 2020 mortgage rates dropped to 2.3%, and now they're breaking 5%. So on the housing sector alone, we have a, a situation that's developing that everyone that rushed into these houses is going to find themselves 
where there will be no buyers if they have to sell their house, right? And so as interest rates go up and the Fed starts building a fence around itself, as interest rates start going up, corporations no longer have access to cheap capital. So it's very expensive to borrow money. And so when a company has, a corporation has access to cheap capital, they usually engage in expansionary you know, policies, they, they hire more people, they invest in more plants, they invest, you know, they, they invest in new equipment. And so as soon as money becomes more expensive, and the carrying cost of that debt becomes quadruply and more expensive, if not more, what they start to do is wind down, they lay people off, they close down stores, they close down initiatives, they close down new projects. And so they, you know, again, we're heading into a situation where people aren't going to be able to buy the houses that they used to be able to buy. And now they're not going to be able to keep the jobs that they have. And this is all a purposeful destruction. And it's, 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 it's such a complicated, yeah, there we go. Consumer prices rose uh, highest since 1981. And then you start seeing the fence being around the federal reserve. And, and, and my conclusion to this is that they are readying themselves because they understand that to survive this, to, to, to prevent inflation from bringing a gallon of milk to $12 a gallon, the Fed is going to have to do dire, drastic rate hikes, much further than a few basis points. So if you go back to the 80s, certificates of deposit were at 16% and mortgages were at 21%. They're at about 5% now. And the inflation is above what it was in that time frame. So Part of my logic is that the Fed is putting up a fence because they're about to pull the rug out from the average blue collar American consumer, American worker. And that's that's the that's a dead man switch on this. That is their agenda here to if no one else is going to buy the garbage that they keep selling, just burn it all down. And well, that what is, we're seeing is the American people, the temperament of the American people. And I know it's not every American because there are still some that haven't gotten it yet. But on the temperature of the american people it they are at the 10 yard line and it, very soon they're going to reach the end zone if the deep state and all these little sickos all these psychopaths don't figure out exactly what to do and when that happens then it's open season because then then people are once they get to that end zone the th then we go into overtime right and then what happens then people stop giving a damn about anything they stop caring about these idiots who pass these laws they stop caring about the curfews they stop limiting themselves to being the good citizens who just want to go about their day and just want to feed their family they get to the point where they realize that they have everything to lose and they realize they've lost most of it already and that is what the, that is why like this this image uh you know, demonstrating the ridiculousness of the idea that Putin is behind Putin the, the price of, of gas prices. They're starving. Yeah, look at the entry point. Look at the entry point. It, literally, the argument that's coming out of the White House is that Putin is the reason for fuel inflation and food inflation. And, and it, he's at the tail end of that curve. He's just he's just entering the picture now and they're trying to dump it on a foreign adversary. And it's because, again, you know, if the narratives they keep selling don't sell, 
they need to double down on stuff. And so whether it's pull the rug out from the blue collar worker, whether it's, you know, destroy the, the average middle class American consumer. And if that doesn't work, let's start a war. Let's yeah, I mean, look at this. Look, you have Biden. So Keystone Pipeline, we're at 1.5 percent. Putin comes in at eight. We're now at eight and a half. And the Democrats and these idiots are, are telling us that that Russia is Russia is the problem. Right. Russia. Russia is the problem. Not the fact that they've printed trillions of dollars, that they've printed the majority of our currency in the last, you know, like since the pandemic. That that has nothing yeah, to do with it. They gave you fourteen hundred dollars. Actually, a little bit more. They gave you, they gave you three thousand dollars, and they gave their friends ten plus trillion at the hedge funds. And now, uh, again, this this is this is where I'm I'm really terrified by the reality that they're building strategically. I'll, I'll call it step by step. Is that they're setting the stage to rip the rug out from everyone, collapse everything. So then all that money they printed off our backs. All the money that they they in, indebted the future generations with has ended up in the hands of their friends, and then their friends are going to buy up everything. And so we are we are heading to a period of time that you know we, we hear this rhetoric from the left, and now rhinos on the right that you know America is a country built on on racism and slavery. Well, in selling everyone selling the will the willful idiots that narrative, what they're going to do is they're going to make everyone a slave. It's the modern day surf already have. We're already slaves. We are so far already and slaves. We've been slaves our entire lives. Yeah, no, I agree with you. But in comparison to other other parts of this world, we're not there yet, and that's where they will bring us. So under under this disguise of of, of uh, social, you know, uh, do goodery, they're going to pull out uh, the modern day surf manor system where you don't own anything, right? World Economic Forum, you don't own anything. You'll be happy and you'll own nothing and be happy. And then you'll sit there and you will subsist off of the teat of the federal government because they've taken over everything that you once had the ability to own and achieve in this country. Absolutely. And I want to play this video. So this is, uh, we talked about the guy who it was announced he turned himself in. Uh, so this is a video of a man who has been credited with supposedly I wouldn't say capturing, but I guess he recognized him allegedly and he called the police. And so I don't know 100% if that's true or not, and that's not why I'm playing this. I just want you to listen to his words. And we do want to keep this thing go like this. We have to, we have to, everybody, we have to speak about that for this when people die. I have to speak with everybody. I have to speak with everybody. We don't want to keep like this. Something go like this. These people maybe have, the seven people die, maybe have like kids, maybe have like family and go like this. We don't want to, from, we don't want, I don't want to, from where the people die or have trouble, you know, and if we don't catch him, he's going to kill more people. That's done. Oh my God, that's something I don't believe it. That's something I don't believe it. I live in Union City, 150, 49th Street. Don't give your address. Five years, but I am from here in Brooklyn. I am citizen here. But I, when I was small, one year, my dad take me to my country and come back here. And I don't go to school. I work. I do security cameras. Yeah, yeah, that's my the gun is here. I work with company. Yeah. You hear what he said, Jake? If we don't, if we, we don't stop him, 
He's going to kill more people. People are losing their families. People are losing their, their kids. What if, what if someone is lost and they have a family? They have daughters. They have sons. They have a wife at home. What if someone's child gets taken away? You can apply the exact same thing to the COVID agenda. How many people have been, have been, have been lost to this? How many people were separated from their families, from their grandparents, from their parents, as they were locked in hospitals and fed remdesivir, knowing full well what would happen? As people have been dying in droves, not from a respiratory virus, but from the planned execution of Americans by interest in bed with our health department, with the CDC, with the FDA, in lockstep with Biden and the administration, going back to 2020, with these pharmaceutical giants who've been pushing these vaccines, which they knew were toxic, that they forced that Lloyd Austin allowed to be pushed on our servicemen and women. And then knowing full well for almost nine months, at least, exactly what was happening, because they had the data. They knew what was happening, and they allow it still to continue. As they've, they've banned people from, or they, they've kicked them out of the service because they refuse to comply with something that's so clearly evil. How that's many people point. have we lost? The children. The children. They're giving children mRNA shots in remdesivir. And people, that's what I'm talking about. The point is to flush everyone out. The point is to nationalize everything, flush everyone out of the law enforcement, the, the institutions, the law enforcement agencies, uh, the, the military, the banks, everything. Flush them out and then take it over. And that's why I say the next six months are going to be a roller coaster. Because if the American people aren't just smacked across the face and wake up to this, good luck. Good luck. No, there they're waking no up. They're waking up. And you know what? You, you, you want to talk about the finance stuff? And you're right. You know what they're doing with these shots? You know, and I think that I, I, I think I've said it a couple times before, but watch, watch Italy and Greece. Some Italy was one of the first places hit with this, with COVID, right? Whatever that is. By the way, a, a virus supposedly that for the first time they're testing with a PCR test. They decide to test the masses for a virus with a PCR test. To, to my knowledge, they've never done in this context before. And by the way, something that they've never, still, two years later, they've never been able to isolate. Why is it that we, we still don't have an isolated sample of coronavirus? Why is that? Can you tell me, Jake? That doesn't exactly add up to me. And you know what they're doing? Here's what I think they're doing. It's exactly what they did in Italy and in Greece. And you know what those, com what those countries were, were dealing with? With basically bankrupt. Economic yes, economic collapse. And you know what a big part of it was? Their communist governments, particularly in Greece, because they're like, call whatever it is, they, they operate like a communist government. And the... Yeah, and the, yeah, and the, the retirements, they can't afford that. They can't afford all these old people. So you know what they did? And it's the exact same thing they did here. Who did they give the shots to first? The old people, the, the old seniors, people. who were getting all the money that supposedly they had earned and were guaranteed, right? And now they're all dying. And guess who got out of that debt? Was it us? It's No. no. And you know what else? They did the same thing here because we were dealing with the same garbage. And guess who else they targeted in the same fell swoop? The Trump voters. 
The conservatives. You know what the biggest voting block of conservatives was historically? You know who they could count on? Yeah. Yeah. I'll give you uh, I'll give you five uh, ten dollars tomorrow for a hamburger today. That was exactly. the logic. And what that man just said, that I guarantee you right now, everyone watching, that is the sentiment of millions, hundreds of millions of people in this country and many, many more all over the world. They are done with the garbage. They are tired of hearing excuses from our governors, from our sheriffs, from Border Patrol, from the Department of Justice, Homeland Security, from Biden and the national security and the, the memos where they call us domestic terrorists. They're tired of hearing excuses and they're tired of hearing lies as they watch their children and their spouses die from drug overdoses, from fentanyl, from crime being murdered or having their children raped by illegal immigrants because we can have freedom for them, but Americans need to wear a mask on a plane. They're tired of it. And Americans are getting to the point, just like that man, and you know, he's from another country. So you have a good good, uh, good chance that he knows exactly what it is we stand to lose. People are yeah. done, and they're getting to the point where they're saying, screw it. If the government, if they're not going to take care of us, which we shouldn't have let them uh, tell us that they were anyways, we'll do it ourselves. And that's a message to everyone listening. If you have not understood that we have to do it ourselves to some extent, it's time to wake up to that reality. And everyone listening, and I don't, know, I don't care if it's those people in Michigan, you trash bags who like to uh, call out that you're watching, you're watching her son, you know, when you, when you shout at my mother, we're watching you too. And you trash bags here who are, who are fighting every step to maintain the hold of the elections, to keep stealing the voice of the American people, Jenna Griswold, and your entire little cabal here. We're going to do it ourselves. Get, get right with God. The great irony is that people like that man in the last video will be the ones that are first to turn on the ones that have used them and placated them. Because the oh, reason yeah. why they end up in this country, as did your father, as did my father, the irony of it, uh, Apollo, is that both of us are uh, first-generation Americans. And uh, the narrative that, you know, America is an anti-immigrant racist country, the first ones that will turn on the establishment are the immigrants, the first-generation immigrants that are here because they fled the very same thing they're now encountering. Well, they fled the very same thing that they're encountering here. They fled from their home country. So... My family did the same thing. My father literally came here through Ellis Island. My uncle was tortured in a forced labor camp for five years by communists. They invaded. They fled with his. He fled with his mother and his sisters. Were fired at in the middle of the night, climbing down a cliff by communist troops. He fled in the middle of the night, only later to find out that his his mother and his daughter or his, and his sisters were all killed. He ended up getting forced into a labor camp for five years where he was brutally tortured. Years later, went back to his village. Everyone was killed. Everyone, everyone was, was dead. Everything was destroyed. This is not a joke, guys. You guys, I mean, 
I, and I know a lot of the people listening on the show right now, they get it. But there are so many who don't. So I'm going to tell you right now, please share this episode. Please, please share the show. If you're on Rumble right now, smash the Rumble button, please. They're, they're, they have, we, we talked about it months ago. They're pushing executive orders to throw people into quarantine camps. Have you seen what they're doing in China, Jake? There are people jumping oh. out of buildings. They're, they're starving, starving, and they're saying, don't you yell out the window asking for your freedoms. You stay in there because we've got a, we've got a pandemic to handle. These are the same, this is the same garbage that Fauci's pushing. We need more time. Things are moving. You're gonna, people are going to see things moving one way or the other. But this is not a joke. Why, are they, why, why do they have bills to throw people in, in green zones, which are concentration camps? Why are they trying to push digital currency? Yeah, it's a great question. You think it's because it, it's, it's, it's better? They're going to sell you on convenience, right? Just like they did on all the other ways that they track you now. Every single thing that they've done. Distract, yeah, distract, let go of the convenience. Left. Yeah. These people are freaking psychopaths. We're out of time, Apollo. We are out of time. <laughs> it's a good show. Buckle I got up, a little people. upset, but seriously, guys, this is not a joke. Please. It will, ride. it will be, but you know what? I do have faith because God does win. And I have faith in I have faith in humanity despite all the evil that we are seeing unfold and being revealed and all the evil that I have seen and all the evil that they continue to push in our face because that's what they want us to see the world like. They want us to see an evil world that we have to be evil to survive in. And I will not accept it. I believe in humanity and I believe in people in this country. And I, I believe 100% that we will win this fight. And we will take back our country. We will restore the ideals that this country was founded on. And the future will be so bright. And I pray that we all make it through it. I know we've lost millions already. And many of you, as I have, have lost people in their lives to this, this pandemic, to this agenda. But I, I do believe that we will see a future so bright that none of us will be able to, to believe it without, without seeing it ourselves. So... Follow us. You can follow uh, Joe. He's on True Social. We'll be on True Social very soon. I believe we're on there as Conservative Daily, uh, but we're, we're, we're public- still in line. We're still in line. Um, so you can follow us on Telegram as well. You can find Joe there at Joe Oltman. Uh, and that is not Joel, but Joe or Joe of the Oltman clan, J-O-E-O-L-T-M-A-N-N. You can find us on Telegram as well at Conservative Daily. Direct link is t.me forward slash conservative daily. You can follow us, uh, see the live broadcast that we do on conservative-daily.com, our home site, Rumble, DLive, Twitch, CloudHub, and Frank Speech. Again, give us a five, or I'm sorry, smash the Rumble button if you're on Rumble right now. I still see that there's a bunch of people there. Uh, let's double the number of Rumbles right now before we finish the sign off, please. We need to share this message and we need to wake up as many people as we can because it is good versus evil and we need everyone on our side. This is not about left versus right. This is people who are going to fight for good, fight for their neighbors, and fight for this country. We need all of us aligned and we need all of us together. So please share this, hit the rumble button so that the algorithm shows us to more people so we can wake people up. Um, Go over to conservative-daily.com also and become a member. You can do it for just as little as $10 a month if you want to buy us a coffee. We'll call it that. 
but uh, help us help us grow. We have so many plans that we're about to roll out, uh, and we're about to launch a lot of really cool features for the other higher membership tiers, such as exclusive backstage time with us, some, uh, some member content, and uh, hopefully some new shows very, very soon. We're about to uh, hopefully break ground on a new studio, but we need your help to do it. So please go to conservative-daily.com and become a member. Um, if you would like to hear us on the audio edition, you can do so on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, and Audible. Go over on Apple, give us a five-star review. Again, share this episode. I got a little, I got a little fiery today because I get pissed off that we're still dealing with all of this because there's so many more of us uh, than there than than they are, and it's plain to see. But the Mockingbird Media, the MK Ultra apparatus, has done a really good job convincing people that everything is, you know, hunky dory. So please help us share this message, help us climb up in the rankings so that we can be an effective voice on a bigger scale and wake up people. If you need a reminder when we go live, text the word FREEDOM, that is F-R-E-E-D-O-M, to 89517. You'll get a reminder via text message when we're about to go live. Go to the link in our description and make sure you hit, uh, click the link, subscribe to our Fax Blast. We'll, we'll get you some updates when we're working on important stuff. Uh, or big things are coming down the pipe and use the fax blast as a tool to make your voice heard in Congress as well. Uh, so that's going to be it for this edition of the podcast. Jake, any final thoughts before we sign off? No, I think we hit everything. See us in the morning, 10 a.m. Mountain time, 5 yeah, p.m. We'll be back tomorrow morning. Eastern time, that is 12 and 7. Yeah, noon right Eastern now. and 7 p.m. Eastern. So. I forgot how to do that. That's all right. Math is hard. All right. Well, God bless you all. Uh, I'm actually, I'm going to pray real quick before we leave. Father God, please bless this nation. Give Americans the strength to see through the lies. Bring us together. Allow those committed to good to see the world that you have given us and the vision that you have for us in store. Give us the strength. Peel away the lies, the rose-colored glasses from those who still have them. Allow us to see the bright lights in patriots around us. Draw us together. Fill our lungs full of breath. Make our feet light and quick. Allow our hearts to wither the, the suffering and the sadness that we've seen, to bear the loss and to move forward. Turn our, our suffering and our anger and our frustration, turn it into, into fuel, turn it into energy, into power, that we may continue forward stronger than ever. Let us see our country restored to us this year. Let us see accountability. We will do everything that we can in order to make this happen, Father God. In Jesus' name we pray this. Amen. That's going to be it. My name is Apollo. I'm Jake. See you soon. We'll see you tomorrow morning, everyone.